Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Don't it up. If you love reality, this is Big Brother. I have never in my life yelled at a girl like this. You're going to love the Real House Husbands podcast. The Real House Husbands. The oh, Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> Talking all things reality, both on screen and in real life. You will never believe what happened next. Because sometimes it's juicier. Who goes out of their way to go and say that to someone? Get ready, because it's about to get real in here. With your hosts, Tim and Rod. The mopolest of them all. Tim, Rod. You are the winners of the amazing. Hey guys, welcome back, 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 back again, baby. (laughs) And thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the Real House Husbands, the podcast. Oh, I love how you went for being a chicken. (laughs) To Alyssa Edwards. (laughs) To Alyssa Edwards. Oh my God. Transition girl. A big thank you to everyone who listened to our first week's episode. It was received so well. We got so much positive feedback, even got some awesome articles written. (laughs) Um, And if you didn't listen to last week's episode, pause this now and go watch it because it will make so much more sense for this episode if you watch the first one. First, yes. <laughs> but for those of you who didn't, we'll fill you in really quick. We had the legend, the hilarious Ryan Gallagher was on and he was spilling all the super hot, juicy tea on I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, specifically on Perez Hilton. He reckons, in a nutshell, Perez Hilton lost his mind in camp, trashed the joint, was punching lights, everyone was scared. Thought he was out of control. People had to hide knives. This is what Ryan was claiming. They even went to production and oh, said, like, yeah. get rid of him or we're not going to continue. Yeah. So, Pretty we are having on. Perez Hilton on the show today. How iconic is that? And Perez is going to give his side of the story and tell us in his perspective mm-hmm. and point of mind, whatever the thing is, <laughs> what actually happened. Yeah, and Perez doesn't hold back either. So, I'm so looking forward to this chat because he will say it exactly how it is and then probably spread a little bit of shit about someone. I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of what he does. But we think it's only fair because, yeah, we believe Ryan because he was here. He was a legend. But we are actually really interested and keen to see what Perez's take is and if the story is different, if it aligns to what Ryan says and... Just how completely opposite these two stories may be. Because what, like, what do they say? There's always like one side, the other side and the truth. Oh, yeah. The grass is greener on the other side kind of thing. Is I that- don't think that fits. <laughs> <laughs> the cookie crumbles on the other side or some shit. No. No, just stop with your one line. <laughs> well, anyways, it got us thinking about our own lives and how we've had people in our lives, close people, friends to be specific, mm-hmm. <laughs> specific but... um. <laughs> People that have just started the most outrageous, horrendous, damaging gossip that is just completely untrue and false. 
So if anyone that follows us on Instagram at Tim and Rod, yes. you will know that we plug it, girl, plug it. <laughs> shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know that we aren't um, backwards and going forwards. You might, I might say oh, in yeah. that we show our love. We are kissing in a lot of photos. We're hugging. We show a lot of affection. There's a lot of photos of us in our speedos. Um, some of them even have a little bit of um, tushy showing. Oh, <laughs> romantic flair, I would probably yes. say. Yes. Um, and our our pictures get a lot of traction um, of normally horny gay boys uh, <laughs> that will comment on our post and say sexually explicit sort of things. Yeah. Are you guys into thirds? Can I join? You guys are so hot. All this sort of oh stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> so cringe. Well, anyway, we had this one friend. This person was a close friend to us and who we respected and thought was always going to be there for us. Well, long story short, this person went behind our backs and started the most outrageous gossip and lies about us. They said, well, Rod and I were a happily gay married couple. We're a monogamous happily gay married couple. And this person started rumors that we were out of control party animals that had hectic threesomes and hectic gangbangs. And <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, but like it, this person was starting these false accusations and lies and spreading it at their work to their family and to their friends. And we live in a city that isn't massive. It's big, but it's not huge. And word gets around very quickly and people were finding out and thinking this was actually true. Yeah. And like, again, we have a quite a large following on Instagram and whatnot and people then... It gets out, you know, people start talking and it's just like it almost damages our reputation. Not that we think that there's anything um, wrong with it, but it is something that we put out to the world that we are a monogamous couple and, um, yeah, if you want to do that in your own relationship, go for it. But yeah. we don't want people thinking that we're open to that. A hundred percent. And, yeah, at the end of the day, like you said, whatever floats your boat, go for it. We're an open book. We don't judge. Whatever makes you happy, do it. But it is just not our cup of tea. We like being with each other. Just the two of us, we like, yeah, doing our thing with no one else there. And that makes us happy. So when someone comes out of the woodworks and says, these boys are having threesomes, doing gangbangs, and then our family finds out about it, we literally had our mum call because our parents are quite close with this person we're talking about. And mum was like, I'm hearing this crazy stuff. Like, I'm not judging, but like, what's going on here? And I was, we wouldn't, we haven't been that embarrassed in years. I was like, mum, this is, this is crazy. I had to explain to my mum that I wasn't having gangbangs. Like, can you imagine? Oh my gosh. You put you put the phone on loudspeaker and I'm like getting like a red rash. I was so embarrassed. I'm like, hang on, it didn't even happen. Why am I getting embarrassed? <laughs> but that's where you're playing with fire when someone's talking about it in their workplace. And okay, there's a little bit of truth to that rumor. Yeah, we do like to party, but we like to party and have fun. We like to party and twerk out of control. Oh my god, I didn't we know like where you were going with that. Then I'm like, I'm like, what have you been doing? Gang <laughs> <laughs> bangs on the side, baby. Oh hell no! But like, we're, we're party animals. Like, we're like snooker and Keshi back. Keshi. We're like snooker and Kesha back in the day. Like, we like to have fun and let our hair down. But we are definitely okay. not. Well, okay, maybe we used to. Like, honestly, a, a night out for us now is you and I double blacks watching RuPaul in our bed getting drunk. In bed by, like, 10 p.m. is the way we were falling asleep, babe. But, um, yeah, this person was telling people at the work, talking to their boss about it. Their boss, who knew of us from the race, was like, now had this negative perception. Oh, I didn't know the boys did that. Yeah, it's like, are you kidding? Like, this is... I know it's not hectically damaging, but it, when people's perception, they've already got like a, well, hopefully a good perception of this in their head. Yeah. And now it's just completely 
flipped on its ass. And that's what got us thinking um, of like the whole two sides to every story. Like yes. I guess like like you were saying, there are some truths that, that, yeah, we do post on Instagram. It may look that way. People comment that way. We do like a drink. Um, yeah. Just like Ryan said a whole lot of things about Perez. Maybe there are truths and partial truths or maybe it's all true. Who really yeah. knows? But then we want to clear the air and say our truth. And that's what Perez is going to be doing um, coming up very, very soon. A hundred percent. And just really quickly as well, like it's about not judging a book by its cover. Yeah. Like you said before, people look at us on Instagram and think, oh, these boys are definitely like players. They're <laughs> definitely probably, I know not all of our photos are out of control, but we've definitely got some cute, sexy ones. Like, so. I thought you were a player. Oh, really? Yeah. When you first met me. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, like I like had like my guards up big time because again, because of Instagram, I was like, I'm like, God, this guy like likes to flaunt it. Um, and I was like, player. Yeah. <laughs> but it just goes to show, don't judge book by its cover. Like people probably look at us. A lot of people think, oh, these boys are just outrageous, cocky sluts. But like, <laughs> no, I think we're very like nice, genuine people and monogamously, happily married. No gangbangs, no threesomes. So old mate, we're not going to say your name, but take that rubbish gossip and piss off. <laughs> and to all the cocky sluts out there, we still love you. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. If you have crazy threesomes, go for gold. Do your thing. Have fun. Whatever floats your boat. But, um, yeah, it's just not our cup of tea in this moment. Yeah, stay <laughs> tuned. Perez Hilton coming up very soon. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So he's the creator of the world's most popular and controversial gossip website and has been the king of reporting all things pop culture since 2005. He has been in numerous TV shows, movies, music videos, musicals, and reality shows around the world. And he has also written multiple books, runs his own successful successful podcast, and has three beautiful children. Please welcome the internet's most notorious gossip columnist, Perez Hilton. Hello. <laughs> hey, Perez. Before we jump in, can I just say this is so iconic because long story short, we wear women's fragrances and we are wearing Paris Hilton while we're talking to Perez Hilton. So it doesn't get more iconic than that. <laughs> How good was that intro? Can you, I wish Tim um, introduced me like that more often. <laughs> <laughs> that was wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> well, we're going to jump right in. Um, obviously, you're talking to us today because um, our last week's guest on our podcast, Ryan Gallagher, had some pretty out there things to say about you. And we wanted to know from you how much truth was actually in the things that Ryan said. I mean, some of it was his opinion, and then he just straight up started lying and fabricating things. And listen, I have like thicker than thick skin. Yeah. <laughs> I can handle anybody not liking me. Mm -hmm. I'm more than okay with people talking smack about me and dissing <laughs> me. But when you lie, especially in a way that could cost me future employment, mm. that's when I have to say, 
Hell no. <laughs> Ryan said some pretty gnarly stuff. He said you guys got in a fight over bananas and the shit hit the fan and you were going crazy, punching lights. He was saying everyone in camp was terrified. Like, is there any truth to that? Did that happen or that just did not happen? What I not, did not happen, so let me answer that straight away. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. I think happened is, you know, well, I don't care. I don't have to be delicate. No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> as real as I'm you not going to say... I'm not going to say he's dumb, but I'm not, but I'm off, but I'm, but I will say he's probably not the sharpest tool in the shed, as they say. He's not exceptionally bright. And <laughs> yeah, he probably just, you know, like I said, I only read the excerpt. I didn't listen. I'm guessing, you know, he just started riffing and he got caught up in the moment and he started exaggerating and exaggerating and then started to straight up lie, uh, which liars do. We're in the jungle. It's yeah. not like a set. So the lights are like 20 feet up. This huge scaffolding and tent at the very top of the tent are the lights. Like I would have had to climb a rig, punch them like 20 <laughs> feet up. Like I would not have risked my safety. I would have not have risked like injuring my hands. I would not have risked getting kicked off the show for yeah. doing that. Like I, actually I know have some- the rules. I have some like insider tea because obviously we're the ones that um, interviewed Ryan about it when he was talking to us about it um, and something that we didn't actually even make the, the final edit. He said it was actually the lights that were in the tunnel that came into the camp. Does that make more sense? That didn't happen. No. I didn't do that. <laughs> Whoa. And Perez, so this was all over. Kicked off over bananas, didn't it? Like, are you permanently scarred now? Whenever you see a banana, do you just think of Ryan and Charlotte and just start fuming? No, I'm actually very proud and very happy. But I was trying to be objective and also d- defend Miguel because it felt to me like he, in doing something good for everybody and in being fair, was being you know piled up on and attacked. Yeah. Um, you know, I definitely spoke loudly. I yes. wouldn't say I. I. Um, I wouldn't say I. I was. A threat. I wasn't making any threats. No, I wasn't definitely not. Like I don't think in that mo. I don't think in that moment, like you would have feared for your safety. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm Latino. I'm loud. I'm gay. Yes. Also, like I'm a gay Latino. We're You're very spicy, girl. Pas- yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're animated, passionate people. Yeah. Um, but even though I thought I was right, in the aftermath of that. Almost every person in that camp was angry at me. Wow. And and I was like, all right, fine, you know, like, okay, I get it. Something's going on where they're they're viewing me at well, not even that. Like I was the outsider. Like I came into the show two plus weeks after they had already bonded and gone through hell oh, and lost dude. all that weight. Yeah. And uh, you know, that also was a factor. Do you think that was more to do with like, your like re- reputation, like um, obviously as, no, as a blogger? Think, and- no, I think I think if if I would have entered at the very beginning and bonded with them from the yeah. very beginning, they would have just spent more time with me. They would have gotten to know more the real me. Like a lot of those folks didn't even get didn't even try to get to know me because yeah. by the time I came in, some of them kind of like knew, oh, their time is up, or they're coming up, or. Um, you know, there's not much time left or, or yeah. they just had already formed their cliques and their bonds and they didn't really care. We saw after we posted our podcast, we saw you get on your Instagram and say, you can't wait 
until you can spill the truth on what happened in the jungle with Ryan. So we're curious, what what actually happened? Is was there a moment or behind the scenes or on the show that we missed? Like what what was that all about? I will give you some exclusive information. Here's the exclusive bit. Yes. And I gave my word. I had given my word to somebody from the network and somebody from the show yeah. that I would not reveal what Ryan did. Uh-huh. It's that serious. It's oh. that bad. What? And he did it in a moment because you guys are on, like I said, you, you, you did Amazing Race. And yep. you know that for the most part, you're always on. Yeah, but there are the some moments. <laughs> yeah, but there are some moments that aren't caught. So Ryan did something in one of those moments, actually in the evening, when it had just gone dark and the guys up in the camera people, the, the camera crew operators up there had gone off and everybody that was there my last day knows what Ryan did. So while I gave my word that I would not tell what Ryan did, if you want to get Miguel or Rhonda or Cosentino or Charlotte or Dale on your show (laughs) and have them tell you, I don't know if they made that same uh, agreement or if they were asked not to tell or whatever. I also want to let Ryan know that he better watch himself <laughs> or, you know, yeah. it might get out there what he did, yeah. which I think it is very morally wrong, reprehensible, um, not professional, like, Oh my God, I want to know now. <laughs> I've got these, yeah. all these scenarios running through my head. I don't know if he said something to someone or done something to someone or, oh my God, I've got some crazy things going on in my head. <laughs> it was much more than just saying something. So he, he did, did something. something. Okay. Okay. Oh. To you or to everyone? To, so I what? To, did he do it just to you or he did it to the whole group? I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> You're a professional parent. <laughs> Um, Prez, I really wanted to know, um, like, obviously, like, right before that banana incident, like, you are obviously in the biz, you're very switched on, you know yes. what makes good television. Yes. When that argument with Miguel and Charlotte and Ryan was kicking off, was there a part of you that was like, like, I know what I'm doing here. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna intervene myself into this situation um, just to make some really good reality TV. Give us that house no, house moment. No, I'm not. I'm I think I'm good reality TV, even when I'm just like quiet. <laughs> and I don't have to be that. I don't have to do that to be good reality. Here's like, like the some of what he said was true. Like there were moments where I'm just singing to myself or talking to myself because I'm bored and you're wanting to waste time, kill yeah. time. And it's like better to get out of your head. And it's like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I absolutely go on walks and sing and talk out loud and all that. You're also being filmed. So instead of like just an internal monologue, I, I, I'm aware that I'm on a TV show. So I just talk. 
Oh my god, I, yeah, I talk to myself self sometimes. So you're not alone there. But Perez, but before you went into the jungle, we read an article saying that your sort of main mission going in was to break up Ryan and Charlotte. Is there any Rylet. truth to that? Yeah, Rylet. Is there any truth yeah, to that? I did not, yeah. yeah, I did not like them at all, but only because there were so many other people on the show that I thought were wonderful and not getting enough airtime because the show was devoting so much time to Charlotte and Ryan. Yeah, right. And as a viewer, because I watched all of the episodes before I entered the jungle, and I was just so frustrated. I'm like, I don't care about this fake romance. Like, it's clearly <laughs> fake. Like, I have zero, and it was fake. As soon as I got out of the jungle, they were done. Oh, like, my God. Well, we love Charlotte, so a lot. We, we want the whole show to be about it, but we can see where you're coming from for sure. Well, you definitely like made your mark in like the short amount of time you were on the show, and you did talk about um, like a lot of other celebrities. Obviously, you've um, been in the biz and you've met all these people. You've been friends with these big celebrities, but one person you spoke about on the show was Lady Gaga, and that one keeps mm-hmm. just coming around and around and around. You're on Wendy talking about her like drug and alcohol abuse that she was really mean to you, and like when she hit fame, she changed and that sort of stuff. Um, one of the things that you did say was that. Um, yeah, she started treating people differently. Like, how how did Gaga do that, and how how's um how did that relationship kind of dwindle? Some people change the folks that they work with, but then others don't. You know, for example, mm. Katy Perry. I would I would say she's a contemporary, like a, a straight on contemporary peer of Lady Gaga's. She pretty much has the same team that she did when she first started. Yeah. yeah. But Gaga doesn't have any of those same people. Her former A&R person, she got fired. Her former person who signed her, she parted ways with. Her former creative director, she got rid of. Her former choreographer, she got rid of. Uh, her former stylist, she got rid of. Her former makeup artist, like, and that's fine. Um, you know, everybody during that, she, she didn't keep anybody from that era. I saw you wished her a happy birthday, which was nice. But I want to know, Perez, I saw an interview saying like you did something with her a while back and she just got like white girl wasted. She got super drunk and she was blowing up. I want to know, like, what's the craziest thing you've seen Lady Gaga do drunk as? Like white girl wasted. Was she twerking on the floor? Was she swearing oh, off the God. balcony? Was she, she throwing? Wasn't even, she wasn't even drunk. She was sober. Really? We were at a, ven- we were at a venue. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if it was at one of her concerts or an award show or something like that. And she was getting ready to go on stage and she didn't even get a bucket. She had to go pee. She didn't go to a bathroom. There was like the co- a corner somewhere in like a holding area. So she just went. Popped the squat and went to pee right there. And then she just pointed at a team and said, go clean up my piss. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't have to, I didn't have to do that. Somebody did. Oh my God. That's goals. You know, you've made it when you can just piss on the floor and no one cares. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God, Perez. That's so juicy. We want to know as well, Perez, TikTok. We see you've been banned on TikTok, which is outrageous because you're so entertaining and um, you got all the goss, all the tea. What the hell's going on there? And like, what shocks us at the moment is you've been in the beers since 2005. You started your website and the fame game has changed. 
Like people used to only be able to get famous from movies or being big pop stars, but now you can go viral on TikTok or release a sex tape and boom, you're famous, <laughs> everyone knows your name. Does that sort of rub you the wrong way? Is that sort of sad for you? And and how the hell you, and how the hell slash when are you gonna get your TikTok back? Well, I'm very I a thousand percent am truly thankful that I was banned from TikTok because had I not been banned from TikTok, my team would not have begun a conversation with Triller, which is a competing app, and they've been paying me <gasps> quite handsomely to do a weekly show on there for the last month and a half. Hey! And I've got another I've got another three and a half months left in my contract and I'm making more in these five months than I would have made in three or four years on TikTok, wow. even yes. projecting a continued growth and all of that. So <laughs> you better work, bitch. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Press so. as well, because you're a changed man now. Like I saw in multiple interviews, you said you you back in the day you used to be pretty cutthroat and really lethal, and you've learnt from your mistakes, and you're a changed man. You have like a lot of feuds over the years, like Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer Aniston, Lily Allen, Miley Cyrus, Kesha, Azalea Banks. But <laughs> the list now, goes on. <laughs> but you're a changed man now, and I want to know out of all those feuds, even Gaga, have you rekindled your friendships and your relationships with any of these people and made amends, so to speak? Yeah, I mean, I've reached out to most or all of them, with That's the exception so of Azalea Banks. She's still a miserable person. Oh. Um, but uh, like Lindsay Lohan and I, oh, Lindsay. we were we were chatting on Clubhouse yes. uh, a month or so ago for an <laughs> hour and a half, and it was just really nice to hear her be in such a positive place and vibrating higher as they say oh well, that sounds good <laughs> mate you're living the dream you're living our dream you're friends with all these iconic celebs i want to know though does you now like you've like kind of turned the leaf so you would say and you yeah. you don't write as much like trash talk about people um has that like affected your business and things like that moving forward like obviously the trashier and the more gossip the probably more views and the uh, more attention that you get has that affected you negatively in any way no, because we're living in such a polarized world yeah. that un unless you agree with somebody else about whatever it is, if you disagree with them, they want to cancel you. Like everything. <laughs> oh, you have to agree with me on everything. And if you don't agree with me on this, that, or the other, I want to cancel you. So even though I, I, I think I don't uh, express myself like I used to, I still upset a lot of people. Throwing <laughs> <laughs> your mind back a few years, back when you were on Celebrity Big Brother UK, we were obsessed with that. We watched every episode. We want to know who was this the most annoying, torturous housemate you'd live with? The person you look back on that experience and think, oh my God, how the hell was I living in a house with that person? 
there is this there was this woman on that show who is like a faux political commentator even though she doesn't have any experience in the political world you were in the house with michelle visage weren't you oh you were and you guys butted yes. heads i think because you were really good friends before the house weren't you yes the problem was michelle really wanted to either win or stay until the very last episode yeah. and early on in the show she befriended that evil, nasty, cruel woman who was being just the worst to me, right? So I was really hurt by that and also confused and disappointed. And I nominated Michelle for eviction as a result of that to (laughs) kind of like teach her a lesson and also give her a warning and just give it back to her. Even though I told her, I, I, I was sure she would not get voted out. It was just yeah. like, I'm doing this to hurt you, but also because I know you're not going to get voted out, right? Like, yeah. if I thought she would really get voted out, I wouldn't have done that because I wanted her to stay till the end because I didn't. Yeah. That was like my biggest, that was the biggest um, like mistake that I made was I was very truthful in my time in the house and you can be, a hundred percent truthful, but there is then a hundred percent truthful and a hundred and ten percent truthful. Your eviction was so funny because you literally got evicted and then you just run up the stairs and like piss off. Everyone's like, what the hell is going on here? But that's crazy. And seeing though Michelle Visage was in the house, you need to get your butt on drag race, I reckon, as like one of the contestants. Would you ever do drag well, race? They don't like me on drag race because I spoil the winner one of the earlier seasons. Oh my god. Well, which season was that? Which winner? The one that Raja won, you know, and that's one of the things that Michelle, I don't even know if they they mentioned it, uh, if they aired that when I was on Celebrity Big Brother, you know, Michelle was took it really personally that I spoiled the winner. And I was like, listen, I was given a scoop. It was an exclusive. (laughs) Your job is to give scoops as you receive them. And like, if there's something really juicy, but it might be about someone that's actually close to you in your world or a friend or something in your industry and in your job every single day, is it hard to maintain friendships? It's very hard to maintain friendships because not just of what you mentioned, but also the issue of, you know, doubting somebody's intentions. Like, yeah, are they using me? Am I using them? You know, like, are they just in it for the money and the fame? Exactly. Mate, you are dead set living the dream. You're, you are living our gay fantasies. <laughs> You're over there in Hollywood, friends with these all these iconic superstars. You should be so proud of yourself. You're honestly one in a million, and we are so grateful and thankful that you took the time out of your busy schedule to sit down and just talk with us. We feel so privileged. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to – if everybody uh, who, who is listening enjoyed this, you could check me out on my podcast, yes. the Perez Hilton Podcast with Chris Booker. You could hear it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or directly at PerezPodcast.com. That's PerezPodcast.com. Yes. You've done that before. That was too good. <laughs> you're a professional, mate. You're a professional. Well, you're the best, Perez. Thanks so much. Thanks for clearing the air. And good luck, mate, with you're everything welcome. you're doing over there. We really appreciate it. Have the best day ever. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, See you, Perez. Perez. Bye. 
Oh my bloody God. Holy <laughs> smokes. Perez Hilton just spilled the tea and totally did his thing. <laughs> oh my God, please don't say thing. <laughs> I'm having my Lindsay Lohan moment. Oh Sweet my girls, let me gosh. Live. Please don't cancel me. You're cancelled. <laughs> Next week is The Rod Show. Oh my God. <laughs> Hell no, bitch. Hell no. But how different was they're two versions of events. Like, I was full team Ryan. Like, I'm like, Perez Hilton definitely smashed lights, went crazy, talked to himself, <laughs> and was going to stab everyone in their sleep. <laughs> but this goes to show there are two sides to every story, and I mm-hmm. was the same. Like, when we spoke to Ryan, I 100% believe Ryan, everything he said. But after talking to Perez, is Perez is just so, I don't know, believable, but I'm still torn. We yeah. love Ryan and we believe him, but maybe there is a truth to both sides. Maybe yeah, it's a bit of a in mesh the middle. and we're getting torn either way. Yes. We're like two, like, I don't know, a tug of war sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love your analogy stuff. A tug of something. Tug of war. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, we have to put an explicit warning on this podcast. <laughs> that was so iconic, mate. The fact we talked to Perez Hilton, oh my God. My little gay boy fantasies, that's everything come true. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But next week on the pod, we are talking to the one, the only, the iconic All-Stars winner from RuPaul's Drag Race, Trinity the Tuck. Yes. If you have not seen Drag Race before, what the hell are you doing with <laughs> your life? It's your goal this week, You've obviously been living under a rock. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, go binge watch it now. It'll be the greatest thing that'll ever happen to you. We're talking to Trinity. She, in our eyes, is the most polished queen mm-hmm. ever. And we are so She's bloody so excited. good. If you're not already, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Tim and Rod to keep up to date with all things The Real House Husbands podcast. And we are so excited to chat to you next week. Don't miss episode three. See you then. Bye-bye. It's time to go. Thanks for listening to The Real House Husbands podcast. Bye, pumpkin. Keep up to date with at Tim and Rod on Instagram. Doing what we love to do the most. And subscribe so you don't miss the next episode.